Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. We are in a a mini-series with you here on the word tomorrow. And we chose this word because there's so many places uh, in the Bible where it mentions the word of what will happen tomorrow and how God can prove himself and do great things tomorrow. Now, God is the God of today, of course, but God has also stated how he can show up tomorrow. This is the second uh, episode of this mini-series on tomorrow. Our first one, we talked to you about tomorrow by this time. He said, you will have help. So in that episode, it was, you're going to have help tomorrow. God's going to show up and bring help tomorrow. So Today, uh, what we're going to be sharing with you in this episode is tomorrow you will know that there is no God like our God. There's none like him. And uh, I'm going to read you uh, some scriptures here in uh, the book of Exodus chapter 8 and verse number 10. Verse 10 says, and he said tomorrow, as he said, be it according to thy word, that thou mayest know that there is none like unto the Lord our God. Tomorrow you will know that there is none like unto the Lord our God. And we know God does it have to prove himself to anybody. Although, oftentimes God has proved to people who doubted him that he was God, and besides him, there was no other. Before I go back and tell you what this is talking about, there's a scripture I'd like to just uh, share with you from the book of uh, Isaiah chapter number 40 and uh, verse number 25. And that verse says, to whom then will ye liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? So in Isaiah, he's saying, who are you gonna liken God to? Or in other words, Who can you compare our God to? Is there anyone that can compare to our God? The answer is no. Is there anyone quite like him? And he says, or shall I be equal to? Is there any man that our God shall be equal to? Saith the Holy One of God. So, Uh, No, we know there's no one like him. The only place you could find in the Bible uh, where it even mentions equality to 
God, our God, Jehovah, is when it mentions that talking about Jesus Christ, that he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So there is no God like our God. And he said, tomorrow you'll find that out. You'll realize that there's no other God like our God. Now, I need to explain to you why this statement was made. And many Bible readers will know what I'm talking about when I mentioned the plagues that was in Egypt. Now, this is when uh, Moses was sent to be a deliverer, <clears throat> excuse me, to God's people. And the Lord spoke to Moses. Now, this is in this same eighth chapter of Exodus in verse one and said, go to Pharaoh and say to him, thus saith the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. And if thou refuse, behold, I will smite all thy borders with frogs. That may not sound like a great thing when you first hear, well, what, how bad could that be? But he said, the river will bring forth frogs abundantly. Verse three, he said, You'll, they will come up and come into the houses. They will come into the bedchamber. They will come upon thy bed. They will come upon you and thy servants and upon thy people. They will be in thy ovens and in thy kneading troughs or where they uh, kneaded their bread and corn and so on. He said, they will uh, come upon all thee, upon all thy people and upon all thy servants. And when Pharaoh refused, Moses and Aaron, or Moses rather, said to Aaron, stretch forth thine hand and thy rod over the stream, over the rivers, over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up out of the land of Egypt. When this happened, verse number six said, the frogs covered all the land of Egypt. You literally couldn't look anywhere without seeing frogs everywhere. So then Pharaoh said to Moses and Aaron, uh, entreat the Lord or ask the Lord to take away these frogs and I will let his people go and sacrifice to the Lord. Moses done that very thing and the frogs, he said, I will do this and I'll make the frogs to go away. And, and then he said, as it is in according to your own word, tomorrow you'll know there's none other or there's no other God like unto the Lord our God. And he spoke and the frogs had to leave. But this did not soften the heart of Pharaoh. Actually, the Bible said God hardened his heart or his heart became hard once again. And so then in chapter number eight, same chapter, if you go down to verse number uh, 23, 
There the Bible talks about, he said, I'll put a division between thy people and my people, and tomorrow shall this sign be. He said, I'm going to give you another sign. So uh, this came right after the frogs and also the plague of lice. So what had happened, uh, God had spoke to Moses and he caused the dust of the ground to become lice and lice covered uh, the countryside, man and beast. And once again, Pharaoh's heart was still hard. He would not release God's people. So then God uh, tells him again to stretch out his rod and cause swarms of flies. And the Bible actually said that, that there were multitudes of flies. Matter of fact, verse 24 of that chapter said, there came a grievous swarm of flies into the houses, even the house of Pharaoh, which was, which was the ruler of the known world at that time, and to his servants' houses, and in all the land of Egypt. And it corrupted the land by the reason of the swarm of flies. Pharaoh called again and said, if you'll take this away, I will let God's people go. And uh, Moses entreated God and Pharaoh's heart was hardened again. And over and over, over and over, Pharaoh said, I'm not gonna let God's people go to worship. He hindered their worship. He refused to let them go free to serve their God. But God was saying, hold on to his people. Tomorrow I'll prove there's nobody like your God. Tomorrow I will bring a sign. <clears throat> so if you feel like that you've been hindered in that same way, that you don't feel that freedom to worship your God or that freedom of the spirit because you've hind you're hindered by the, the devil and you feel like Satan has come up against you and kept you bound by whatever it is. And every time that it looks like you're going to break free from the bondage that you're in or under. Here comes another plague upon you. And the devil just keeps pouring it on. Well, I wanna to say to you, hold on till tomorrow because God's gonna to prove to you that there's nobody like him. He's gonna give you a sign to prove to you that he is able to remove just like he removed the plagues in Egypt, he's able to remove the thing that is coming upon you and plaguing your life or keeping you bound. Once again, in that uh, ninth chapter, the Bible said there that God spoke to uh, Moses and said, you better get the cows in and the servants in any man or beast that's in the field because tomorrow 
He said about this time, now this is in verse 18, by the way, chapter nine, Exodus verse 18. He said, tomorrow about this time, I will cause it to rain a very grievous hail, such as not been in Egypt since the foundation thereof until now. And he said, gather them in, beast, and of course, every human, <clears throat> that they shall not die, verse 19 said. And do you know what the Bible said in verse 20? That they all entered into the house, even the cattle, to keep them from dying because this hail was so strong that it would beat down upon them and literally take away their life. This was a grievous uh, sign and a grievous uh, thing that was taking place. So God, God was uh, trying to show uh, Pharaoh that he better let his people go by bringing these plagues upon the land of Egypt. But of course, once again, after this great hail had come and destroyed much of life and livestock, Pharaoh said, all right, I'm willing to let God's people go. He said, you can go out and you can sacrifice to God. But he wasn't willing to let them completely go. He said they can go as long as they don't go too far. That's like the devil. All right, I'll let you read your Bible. Just don't believe it. I'll let you go to church. Just don't give your life to Jesus. Uh, I don't care, uh, you know, if you attend a church regularly as long as you don't worship God, as long as you don't praise God. That's how Satan is. And Pharaoh said, I'll let him go a little way. Just don't go too far. But God has never been pleased with that. God demands your full attention. He demands your entirety. You can't serve. Uh, you can't serve God and mammon or God and money. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve uh, righteousness and unrighteousness. You can't serve the Lord and serve Satan at the same time. So Pharaoh was, was absolutely uh, uh, willing to do this, but Moses and God's children was vehemently against this. They wanted to serve God completely. And God was saying to them over and over and over, tomorrow you'll see that I am God. There's none like me. Tomorrow I will do a great sign and you will see that. Tomorrow about this time, I will cause this to happen. So over and over and over, God was proving himself, proving himself that there was none like him. Now, I know this is quite different from uh, my case and your case today. This was a nation of Israelites under bondage uh, of Egypt and the Pharaoh. But many of men and women today are under bondage, heavy bondage by a great taskmaster. They're under bondage by someone that says, you can't go too far. 
I don't want you to completely serve God. They're under a, a pressure. Many of you may be listening. You're under that bondage, under that pressure. And you're thinking, I just can't break free of this bondage. I just can't get completely free. I don't know what it could be uh, anything. Maybe you just can't break free of some sort of addiction or you can't break free uh, of maybe your own, uh, your own self maybe. You just can't seem to get free from your past. Maybe you've done or thought or said things in the past that you feel like you can't get free from. But I'm telling you this morning, you can. Hold on and trust God, believe God, because the answer's on the way. God is going to bring a great victory in your life. Now, it didn't happen quite yet, but if you just read a little bit farther, you can see where God completely delivered his people out of Egypt's bondage. And I want to tell you today, you can be set free. You can come out of the bondage that you're in. You can break free of it. You say, well, I've tried today, Pastor Miller, and I still feel like I'm not free from this. I recently had a new convert in my church tell me I just can't break free of this one addiction. And I told him, keep praying, keep seeking God. It'll come tomorrow. If it don't, it'll come the next day. God will bring freedom from that as long as we keep seeking him. So I hope that I helped you today on this episode. I'm telling you today that tomorrow you will know. Someday soon, you will know completely that there's nobody like our God. Who, as Isaiah said, can be likened unto him? The answer is no one. There's nobody like our God. All right, this morning was, tomorrow you'll see that there's none like our God. Please tune in again with us the next time. I have a very, very good episode for you on the next time about, on this series rather, tomorrow. And we'll see more about what God is and what he will do for us tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day in Jesus' name.